The Partners in Crime podcast is sponsored by Hey Sugar Shop. Visit Hey Sugar Shop at www.heysugarshop.com or join them on Twitter at Hey Sugar Shop. One bite and you'll be smitten. Hello? What's up, YPD Nation? It's your girl Kayla at Reality PD Bingo. And Donna at the Hick Life. Welcome Officer Tara Burke and K-9 are part of the Somerville Police Department to Partners in Crime. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, how are you today? I'm well. Apart as well. How are you? Oh, we're good. We're good. It's good to know that K-9 apart is well. You know what? I'm going to just refer to him as apart because I tend to put canine in front every time I say his name and it's only because his name confuses me um <laughs> you know because it, it's can you get can you tell us how he got his name I know that's that wasn't my first question but now that I've said it I, I need to know Don and I were both curious how he got his name so he actually when I went and, and had the opportunity to pick him out um he had that name and when I found out I was going to be getting a canine, I, I came up with all these great names and I wanted to, to change it. And I, um, I heard his name and as I was driving home, it was a five hour drive where we got him and uh, I started Googling it, what it meant. And I'm sure, you know, the, the famous uncle Google isn't always right, but what Google <laughs> told me was that in German, it means weird. And in Dutch, it means striking, um, mm. or some, something close to either one of them. And if you have had the opportunity to see our Instagram and see some of his antics, he is, very weird. Um, Very he, fitting. He fits the name to a T, and I just I had to keep it. I couldn't change it. Oh, is he a yeah. German? Is he a German Shepherd? Yes, he is. He is a German. Sh- I have a German Shepherd, so that's why I'm I'm asking. Okay, cool. He's he's a he's a gorgeous dog. He's beautiful. He really is. I always so, say thank you, like I had anything to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's what you asked- should do. <laughs> Yeah, he's happy, and that that goes a long way. I mean, there's nothing worse than seeing a gorgeous dog that's miserable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for our listeners that may be unfamiliar with you, can you give us a brief history of your background and how you came to be one of the spotlight canine officers during commercial breaks on Live PD? Sure. So I actually started my career in the military on active duty. Um, I did some active duty time in the Army, and then I went active duty in the Coast Guard um, and I fell at the time I was living in Virginia, I fell in love with the area and didn't want to leave. So um, I decided to go into the Coast Guard Reserves. And the next logical step for me from the military was law enforcement. Um, I don't know if that would be for everybody, but for me, it was it it was that jump. Um, And I joined the Arlington Police Department in 2011. And I stayed there till 2015. I had a brief um, stint in Afghanistan during 2014, um, came back and actually met my husband and he was living down here in Somerville and um, said, Hey, you know, I have a job down here. I really like it. Do you want to move down? And my family's all New Jersey. So I had nothing holding me in Virginia. And I said, sure, I'll move down and came down here and got hired by Somerville. Um, And about six months or so after I got hired, a canine spot opened up and I didn't think I had a chance in the world to get it. But I said, well, I'm going to put in and let them know I'm interested. And I got lucky um, and they picked me and it's, been an amazing journey ever since greatest thing that's ever happened to me i can i can only imagine because it's obvious from your instagram that you're a huge dog lover i mean you know you're great you you know currently apart has two brothers they're both great danes one is jake he's the he's the older of the two and then you have a new puppy 
named Ike. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I love I love seeing all the pictures of the three of them together. They it just it's they are so, all so cute. And I know that you recently, um, actually, you um, lost two dogs recently. Um, mm-hmm. Due to I'm, I'm assuming it was just age. So my male, um, I had a male Great Dane that um, he came to me. Both my Danes that I lost were rescues, and my male Dane came to me with. Um, a whole lot of issues, medical issues as a foster. Um, and I had him almost a year before he was finally medically ready to be adopted. And I was like, mm, no, I've had him this long. He's staying. Um, so I wound up losing him to some of his medical issues. Um, and as an interesting aside to that, it was actually a part, if you can believe this, that told us that something was wrong with Stryker um, about for about a week. He was obsessing over Stryker. He would go up to him and lick his belly and sniff him and cry. And then he'd run over Aww. and jump on us and cry and run back to Stryker. And it was driving me nuts. I called our vet and um, I take a part to a different vet than I take my personal dogs. And I said, what is going on? And she said, listen to him and take your other dog to the vet. And that was on a Thursday. And that Saturday, we wound up losing Stryker. So oh, um, wow. and then my female Dane, it was old age. She made it to almost 12, which is almost unheard of for a great Dane. Wow, that's uh, that unbelievable that he w- that he knew something was wrong and he was trying to express, you know, like talk and it's that's amazing about dogs. It really is. Mm-hmm. It was unreal to us and you know, if you didn't see it, you probably wouldn't believe it, but he was driving us insane at the house and then I would leave to go to work and he'd be fine in the car all day and then we'd get home and he would start and then as soon as, you know, we had to put Striker down, um it, you know, we came home and he was I don't want to say normal, you know, they, they grieve as well, but he didn't act like that anymore. It was very evident to us that he was trying to tell us, Hey, listen to me. There's something wrong. That's astounding. That's really cool. So how, so how did you guys get picked to do the, the canine spotlight during the intermissions or the commercials for live PD? Um, so our department was actually featured, um, they did like a, a six minute video of the whole department during the international chief of police association conference. Mm-hmm. And the um, woman who works for one of the local news stations here who did the, she coordinated all of the filming for that. She actually was contacted by Live PD um, to set something up. And, you know, she had already worked with our chief and us and the whole department and thought, hey, these people are really easy to work with. They're great. She contacted the chief and the chief was on board. Um, and I kind of got voluntold I was going to have a speaking role. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I'm assuming that you guys have increased in popularity around town now that you've had that spot. We have some. It's been uh, interesting. Has a, has, a, has a part started to demonstrate any diva-like behavior since his appearances on the show? <laughs> he didn't need that to be a diva. This dog is full of sass all the time. And in fact, I walk into work and some of the ladies who, the civilians that work at the police department are like, is he wearing his sassy pants today? Like, he wears his sassy <laughs> pants every day. <laughs> I love it. Because I'm sure he gets a lot of attention everywhere he goes just because, A, it's a dog, and B, he's so handsome. He's he's an irregular working dog. Um, his personality is just different and special, and I, I just got super lucky. And I'm lucky that I can bring him everywhere. We go to schools, and, you know, he's mauled by children, and, and he just lays there and takes it like, like I couldn't ask for anything better. What is his special, what does he do? What is it, are, is there a specialty that he's trained in? So he's a full patrol dog. So he does narcotics, um, tracking, article search, and uh, apprehension. 
one of the things that impresses me about you guys is your fitness routines. And you put you put up a lot of these, well, not a lot, but a good number of them on your Instagram page. And mm-hmm. for anyone that says that a woman, because we, we people aren't necessarily convinced that women should be in law enforcement for whatever reason, either they don't think they're, we're strong enough or we don't have what it takes. And I say this. If they think that they could take you on after watching some of your fitness routines on Instagram, I would pay to see it. <laughs> I've never really noticed it before yours. And, and it's intense. Like I said, you do a lot of early morning runs. You do a lot of, um, you know, drills with your dog. And I mean, it's it's crazy. How does a how does a part handle those early morning runs that you take him on? He loves it. If I try to leave the house without him to go on a run, he he straight just gets mad at me. Um, and I'll be able to hear him barking, uh, down the street if I don't bring him. Um, it's just our thing. It's, it's what we do. You know, it, it starts our day. It starts, you know, it gets our, our blood flowing to, to, you know, motivate us for the day ahead. And, and I love it. I love that he comes with me. It's important to me that I'm fit and that he's fit. If we wind up having to do a track that's, you know, a couple miles long, I don't have to worry about him getting tired. If I need him to sprint after a bad guy, I don't have to worry about him getting tired. If I need to pick him up and put him over top of something that he, for whatever reason, can't jump on himself, I know that I have the strength to do that. And that's important to me because I don't want to let him down. Definitely. Wow. Yeah. It, that You know what? And, and I love that because you are a, I mean, you are a strong female. I mean, there's no other way around that. You know, I see all of the time and energy that you put into being a fit officer and, you know, the workouts or the drills that you put your dog through. So I think I do think that's important that both of you are able to count on the other. And I just think that's awesome. Thank now, you. It's, it's important to me. <laughs> I know that he's recently had some issues with his teeth. Was that a result of a training incident or did he bite someone? And is and is that going to. I mean, is he going to be, is that something that's going to be able to be fixed or? Unfortunately, it was during training, not anything overly fun and exciting, but training is important. Um, and it, it will be fixed. It's just been a little bit of a process. Um, there's actually doggy dentists, if you can believe that. And oh, they're wow. few and far between. So getting appointments and getting um, everything just right. She's had to do a lot of preparatory work, if you will, to get the teeth ready. So um, hopefully sometime around March 27th, he's going to get two metal caps on his two bottom canines. And then he'll be oh. back to normal. He's going to have a They're going to cap his canines? They're going to cap his canines? Yep, they're going to cap them. The, the one that broke will be capped just to protect it from breaking in the future. And the, the opposing one on the bottom, they're both on the bottom. Um, the dentist looked at and showed me the exact spot. She said, this one's getting weak. And if we don't cap it, it will break. So the department is incredibly supportive of us and him and whatever he needs medically. And they said, yep, if that's what he needs, do it. Wow. So when he takes a bite, it's going to probably hurt even more. (laughs) I'm interested to see. (laughs) I mean, he's going to be like a robo dog. Yeah, we want to see it too. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) Yes. 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 I, you know, Come on. That's pretty darn cool. That is it's really very, cool. it is very cool. Um, okay. apart, how do you like having a new little brother? <laughs> 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 that's so silly. 
Not very ferocious sounding, right? No, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be intimidated by him. I say that now from you know a hundred or two hundred miles away. <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at my German Shepherd, sound asleep, stretched out on the bed, and I feel like I need to go flick him and tell him to wake up and get busy or do something. <laughs> Golly, he's like a potato over here. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> Apart, are you good at sharing with puppy Ike? Many, many people don't know this, but I actually speak dog and he literally just said he's not a fan. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. (laughs) He's like, he's having to, he's having to share everything with this little puppy who wants all the attention. We uh we had an ongoing joke in my house when we first brought Ike home that the puppy was lava because Jake and a part wanted no part of touching him and now a part just likes to wrestle him and not stop but he was lava for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can I can see where it would it would take a while to get used to uh you know a a puppy and oh my god he's just so cute and what kind of Great Dane is he? He's a blue fawn. Oh, he's absolutely gorgeous. I just, when you, when you post pictures of him and I just see those big old paws and I'm just, I mean, I melt every time. He's so cute. Thank you. Now, is, what is uh, a part's favorite treat to get? And does he get them often? <laughs> Hands down, his favorite thing in the world is whipped cream and it has to come out of the can. I, you know what? I understand that I have one of my dogs. I have two ter- tiny dogs. They're terrier mixes. And one of them, He's obsessed with whipped cream and his, and it appears that his tongue gets twice the length when he gets to, when he gets to lick it. Normally if he's licking something, it's just, you know, a little tongue, but this, I mean, it's full on Gene Simmons coming out of his mouth. It's it's the the same with ice cream too. If he gets a little taste of vanilla ice cream, he, he loves that too. So yeah, I I can, I can see that. Now it's the can. As soon as you touch it, he, I swear you can hear it from across the house. Is there any chance that Somerville will be featured on the show? I mean, I think we may have talked about this briefly during our, um, when we talked about you coming on the show. Um, Has anything else been said about that? I know you said that the chief, was it the chief that thought it wouldn't be a good idea or something like that? Or just wasn't? I think it's really our town council that isn't really on board. I know that our staff was... um, would would do it, but I don't know that they've ever been formally asked. So I, I, I can't really say what they would say if, if Live PD came to them and said, will you do this? I, um, I think it would be an interesting question, actually. You know what? Me too, especially since we we got a, you know got to meet you guys and um, the, the, I think, it, how many is it? Three officers, three canine officers from your department that we've seen on the commercials. And it's like, it's almost like a tease. You tease us, you know, you dangle that carrot. Here are these gorgeous canines and they're super awesome, but no, you can't watch them in action. <laughs> it's I, it really is like a tease. I, yeah, I would like, it's like amazing to, to watch on. them work. So, well, speaking of action, what can you tell us? Like maybe some like really cool stories about um, some situations that you and Canine Apart have been in. That's it's you know action filled because we all love see, we we all love seeing the canines take somebody down. On every, you know, whenever we get to see that, it's a lot of fun. 
Um, most recently, I guess it was about two weeks ago, we had um, somebody who was wanted for domestic violence um, that was inside a, a home, a trailer, and wouldn't come out. Um, so my lieutenant allowed me to use a part to, because it's a, it was a violent felony, um, to send him in and, and do a building search. And, uh, it, we've, a part has not had a, a, what we call a live bite on the street of a bad guy yet. Um, our career is still young, so plenty of time for that. But, um, he, um, he went in the building and no sooner did the, the dogs are trained that when they find the person behind the door, they bark. Mm -hmm. Um, that's how we do our certification. And he didn't even have a chance to get the first bark out. All he did was kind of take a really big breath, like right before he'll take a real deep breath right before he starts to bark. And as soon as the guy behind the door heard that him come to the door and take that breath and, and breathe in that human odor, the guy, uh, instantly gave up and it was an absolutely incredible feeling. How exciting. Oh man. Um, that's yeah. exciting. Missed opportunity apart. <laughs> I know. And, you know, you see that more than anything that a lot of the, and well, you see it on the show, the, the guys are, you know, they're not so much afraid of hand to hand combat, if you will, or, um, uh, you know, being shot. They're, they're terrified of the dogs though. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost kind of, I, I mean, I don't get that. I mean, I, I would I mean, granted, you know, a dog bite is going to hurt, but a bullet might kill you. <laughs> you know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't understand that. And I just, I love watching the canines on the show. And I think they were, they were showcasing, it's not a, a department that's on the show regularly. I think it was like a crime of the week. And they showed this guy who had carjacked someone and he was driving recklessly. And then he stopped and got into somebody else's car. And then it shows him, I guess he wrecked. And then he goes running up a hill and this was in California somewhere. And the canine mm -hmm. just comes out of nowhere. And it was almost like he flew through the air and got the guy. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, um, he lost some of his, he lost some of his teeth. And I think they were saying. All of his teeth. He lost all yeah. of his teeth. And they yeah. were saying. That so he's probably not gonna, Yeah. That he's not going to be, he's, you know, pretty much not going to be able to do his job anymore. But it's, it's, it's amazing what these animals can do. And it's amazing how well-trained they are. And I know that the use of canines is, my husband reminds me of this all the time because he's like, you know, they use the canines because, you know, it's, it's better for a canine to go in first in case something bad were to happen than an actual officer. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm -hmm. well, the canines are actually officers too, you know, and, and, and being a, an animal lover, you know, I never want to see anything happen to a dog, but I get it. And this is I me. Mean, these dogs are so strong and they're so well-trained and they, I can imagine how interesting it is to watch these dogs in person work because, you know, I see some of the training videos where they, it's like another officer is hiding in like a box or something and they mm -hmm. have to go sniff them out and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's, I mean, it's remarkable what they're able to do. It really is. And I think a lot of it is, is truly untapped. I think what the, the dogs are capable of doing, we as humans haven't even scratched the surface of yet. Um, and I see it every day. You know, he amazes me every single day. And when you first start out, you know, yesterday was a, two years ago yesterday, I started training with him. And I remember like, they're like, oh, do you see this? Do you see the change in behavior? Did you see his head snap? And I remember thinking, what on earth are you talking about? <laughs> and to, to be here two years later and see how far we as a team have come and what I'm able to, 
how I'm able to read him, how he feeds off of my emotions. I don't even have to say anything or turn on my lights or sirens. You know, as soon as you see a call pop up on your screen, you get that adrenaline dump. And -hmm. as soon as my body has that adrenaline dump, he starts whining. Not, not a word has been said on the radio, nothing. It just, I see a pop up and you get that adrenaline dump and he feeds off of me that much. And it's absolutely incredible. But Mm -hmm. like your husband said, you know, they are, they are there to protect us. And so you kind of have to be guarded in a certain, to a certain extent, because, you know, if he goes to work tomorrow and it's, it's his time, then, then that's him doing his job. And that's something I have to be prepared for. Yeah. Now has he, has he, as a suspect ever tried to take on a part? Not yet. Smart. Yeah. Smart. (laughs) Y'all have some smart criminals over there. Smart. (laughs) I have no doubt it will come. And uh, I hope that we are both as prepared as we possibly can be. I do everything in my power to make sure that we are. But thus far, um, it's it's a part full score and bad guy zero. (laughs) Has he ever made a big a big bust there in uh, Somerville? We don't get a ton of of huge busts, but for what we do on on the on the road level, um, on our level of work, work and patrol, he's done some, some pretty good stuff, not just for me, but for other officers. Um, and I've been, you know, you, you always worry if what you're doing in training is working and to see it come to life in the, in the field and see him actually alert on a car and you get like this excitement of, of the search, like, okay, well, he told me it's here. Now I just got to find it. Where exactly is it? What's it going to be? It's super, super exciting. Where's the strangest place he's ever found anything? um, Not too long ago. I mean, this isn't really strange. We see it all the time, but I think the quantity kind of surprised me there. um, He ordered to a vehicle and um, there, there was a baggie of a small baggie of meth on the back seat. Um, And I thought, okay, you know, no big deal. It's just probably about a gram of meth, you know, good job. Um, and I start talking to the girl and I, I gave her, it was three occupants in the vehicle and the female, I gave her the same spiel cause she took credit for it was where she was sitting. You know, they're going to do a strip search at the jail, anything I need to worry about. Um, we wound up doing a strip search back at the department cause she said she had put some stuff in her pants and the amount of mess that came out of her pants and her private parts was absolutely mind boggling to me. And she actually <laughs> got very, very high, very high from that that being up there because wow oh my gosh she put it in her personal locker wow she did (laughs) (laughs) and it was and it just i could just just from what you said i'm just picturing like you know like the clowns that pull the scarves like they're just pulling it out of her out of her bajajay it just keeps coming out and coming out and coming out that's kind of how i felt i was like (laughs) my face probably said it all I mean, it, it's it's got to take more than a quick second to pound that stuff up there. I mean, it just blows my mind. Oh, my gosh. Well, what is what wrong with people? I mean, exactly. I just don't, I just don't, I can't comprehend, like, seeing blue lights behind me, freaking out. Okay, that I get. And then saying, oh, excuse, I mean, just the act of, like, I, I, I mean, I'm wearing jeans now, and I'm thinking, if I had to do it, there's no way I'm, I, I just, I can't, I just don't. And it has to be painful, I would imagine. I mean, the silly part is she has it hidden in a, like they, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll take out the batteries of a flashlight and put it down like in the body of the flashlight, if you will. Uh And that's where it it had been. And she told me that's where it was. So why she took it out of there and moved it, I 
I have no idea. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, at least you didn't say she was about to do something with the flashlight. I, I thought you were going to tell me she had the canister from the flashlight. <laughs> that's what I thought she was <laughs> I thought that I thought that's where we were headed. <laughs> that wouldn't like, probably surprise me either. <laughs> oh my God! Ah, uh, you people in Somerville, stop pounding illegal substances in your vajayjay. jay. <laughs> just not safe. It's, it's not no, safe. It's not. I just I can't even. I I just can't, I just can't even. Um. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's just, you know, I mean, that just, it makes me giggle. You know, the reason I can laugh is because it's not me. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's horrible. The drug, the drug epidemic, you know, currently in this country is, is horrible. And it's a serious, you know, topic. And, but sometimes you just have, I, you have to laugh because it's the links that some people will go to you know, to save their drugs mm-hmm. or to not get caught. It just, it just blows my mind. And I think the laughing helps too with dealing with the day to day, you know, yeah. like you, you go out there every day and you see the worst of the worst and you're constantly faced with bad stuff. You have to find a way to laugh about it. Otherwise I think it would eat you alive. I, I you know what? I, I agree uh, with that. Yeah. I, I do agree with that. Now, have you ever had, um, a suspect or, or someone that you've dealt with try and, I mean, do you ever do maybe some kind of at like a, a bit of attitude from people when they realize that you're a female, when you get out of your car, that they can take you on because, you know, they think, Oh, well, she's just a woman. You know, I get a lot of them that try to sweet talk me. Um, they'll call you baby or sweetie and things like that. Ugh. And um, I'll be honest, I've used it to my advantage as, as much as it, it sounds terrible, but if, if they think that that's going to get, get somewhere with me, the only thing mm-hmm. it's going to get me to do is get them to admit something that I want them to admit. Oh, so okay. I, I use it to my advantage in that regard. That that's, smart. that's smart. <laughs> you know, I, I would be standing there going, way. Hey, Hey, I am not your baby. I am not your sweetheart. See, that's exactly but you're what smart. I that's why you're the police officer and we're not because we would be putting them in check. <laughs> Punch and there are times that you have to, you know, there, there are some people that take it too far, but if they really think that they can flirt their way to not being arrested, by all means, if it's going to mean that I go home tonight and that I don't end up in the hospital, you know, that I'm safe, I'll, I'll do what I have to do in that regard. Absolutely. That's smart. I'd like to see you take on a dude though. <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> I'd like to see, I'd like to see like, you know, some kickboxing or arm wrestling or something just, just because, you know, for entertainment reasons, because it just, it makes me laugh that when those, when certain people say that kind of crap about, you know, well, a woman's not strong enough or a woman's not this. And then I'm like, have you seen the guns on her? I mean, it's, you know, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I couldn't, and, and that, you know, and that's what kind of leads me to. What advice can you give girls who may want to become a canine officer or just an officer in general? Because I love seeing strong women in positions that are usually dominated by men. And I think it's important for girls and women to have strong female role models that show them that they can do anything. And, you know, this job is, as you can imagine, not for everybody. And I'll be the first to admit that male or female, it's just not for everybody. But if it's something you want to do, I I think the two biggest things are to be confident and to be fit. 
Um, and especially the female being fit is super important because even if you're, you know, you, these are your best friends, your family that you work with every day, you know, they probably have in the back of their mind that doubt that, okay, well, if we get, if this guy decides to fight us, is she going to be able to pull her weight? Is she going to be able to hold her own? Um, and that to me is, that is what I strive for every day with my teammates is making sure that they know that no matter what, you know, I will die before I ever quit. I will have their back no matter what. A part will have their back no matter what. So, you know, you have to have the confidence to know that you can do it and the physical prowess, if you will, to, to back that up. Wow. I mean, short and simple and to the point. I well, mean, yes, I, I mean it, you know, and it, and it makes sense because it because does. They're probably, you know, I never really thought of it before. But it's true. I mean, if, if they look at you and see that maybe you're you know not in the best shape that you can be in or whatever, they may have doubts. And when you're talking about your life and somebody having your back, which is what you're literally talking about, it's understandable. And I never thought about it before. And neither you know, have I, having really. been in the, the military and um, I'm still in the, the Coast Guard Reserves, I'm, I'm a lieutenant. So, you know, I have folks that I supervise and um, it's, it's a battle I've fought gosh, for longer than I care to admit since I graduated from the Merchant Marine Academy, um, being a female in a male-dominated world and, and being able to, you know, hold your own and, and prove yourself. And I guess I never let it bother me. I just get, I don't want to say pissed off, but for lack of a better word, pissed off and say, okay, I'll just prove you wrong. I don't let it upset me. I just go out and do what I need to do. Yeah, to it motivates you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just, I, that would be, yeah, that would be huge motivation. And and I, and I like seeing that because too many times I think, and not necessarily in police work or, you know, just any time where it's a, a male dominated industry or job where women get discouraged and then they give up, you know, they, they take whatever comments come from people and, and they let people plant those seeds of doubt in them. And then, you know, and it's not that they don't have the ability, it's just that they don't have the confidence in, in themselves. And I hate seeing Correct. that. Confidence uh, I, is probably what kills officers. And when I say kills, I mean kills their career um, yeah. more than anything. Um, ladies, I just want you, I'm just going to put the phone to my German shepherd right now because I want you to hear what a badass he is, okay? So just, <laughs> okay. just hold on a minute. Did you hear it? Yeah. yeah. He's snoring. <laughs> I was he snoring. <laughs> you couldn't hear it. I was in the listen, I'm trying to focus on the conversation and I kept hearing everyone, <laughs> what is going on? I walk in the room and it's him snoring. <laughs> like a you didn't old hear man. it? No, I, I heard something, but I just I didn't know what it was. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> These are these are the things that tickle us during our interviews because we both have we both have dogs and if it's not Sam her German Shepherd going crazy and demanding food it's my two going crazy because a leaf <laughs> is blowing down the driveway. <laughs> it's a constant well, struggle. <laughs> somebody has to tell you it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a question I have for you. Is a part um, very protective of you like like w when you're off duty is he extremely protective of you i know my dog is extraordinarily protective so i was just wondering if a part is he like is that. both on and off duty the as a matter of fact um you know we have one other female handler and then there's three male handlers in somerville and um you know they'll get in the bite suit for us and we'll be doing um 
doing bite work and they'll come over and they'll mess with me, you know, like push me just, just playing around or whatever. And, um, they always say after that, they're like, we forget how much it pisses a part off when we mess with yeah. you. Um, because his bite is different. Um, his demeanor is different. And I tell people all the time, the only thing in the world you can do to make this dog mad is to mess with me. Yeah. Um, and he's probably about to bark because I just saw my, well, I saw him get up and run to the fence, which means my husband just pulled up. So if he barks, <laughs> I apologize. I <laughs> apologize. We love hearing it. Yeah. Now, you know, that's, that's a, that's a good question to ask. Now, when you guys are off and you're walking through town, like the farmer's market or whatever, does he ever alert to you that somebody might be packing something illegal? He's never done that, but he'll, if somebody's off, um, his hair will come up and he'll start the low growl and he kind of pins himself to my side. They know. I know. It's amazing. I mean, even my German Shepherd does. My German Shepherd once bit the sleeve off of someone um, that he just didn't like. Just did. He just, they get a vibe almost and they do become very protective. And I, you know, and I think it's the breed too, but that's, that's amazing that you could just see that like while you're, you know, while you're out and about. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I I feel like I've, I've learned so much more about canines, just their behavior because you're the first canine officer we've had on the show. You are. Oh wow. Yeah, <laughs> I just real I just realized that because yeah. you know when when we're watching when we're watching the show, you know, we have so many questions that we just can't ask, you know, because there's nobody there to ask. And when, when you tweet questions out during the show, they get lost because thousands of people are, you know, hundreds of right. thousands now are tweeting, you know, during the show. So it's you know, I mean, even like, okay, there's one canine, Johnny Cash in El Paso. He wears, um, his nickname is Hannibal because he has that cage mask on a lot of the times when he's on. And people get upset mm-hmm. because they don't understand why he's he's in a muzzle. Um, and even when he's, like, he posts pictures every now and then where he's with people that he's met on the street who are fans of the show. And the dog still has the cage on. And I'm just wondering, is it because... He may possibly bite somebody or is, is that, you know, I'm, I'm curious about that. I'm curious about, um, you know, when the dogs start going crazy in the back of the car, you know, with the whining and cause the, the blue lights are on, I'm thinking, well, how is that officer able to hear what's going on? Because the dog's going crazy in the back. You can't, I mean, you can't, <laughs> I mean, it's just, there's just, there's just so many, Oh, I heard him. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, sorry. He sings to my husband when he gets home from work. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's cute. I, I, you know, I, I loved, I love dog barking. I don't like dog whining as much like like my dog does. <laughs> yeah, you know, but he when he starts barking, it it is cute because his turns into a howl. And I think yeah. Donna, your Sam House My too, doesn't German, he? Sam House by German Shepherd House a lot. It's like if he when he wants to eat, and I haven't gotten there fast enough for him, then he <laughs> howls. Um, if he doesn't like what I've given him, he will flip the bowl over and um, howl some more. So he's 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 something. He's, he wears sassy pants too. Do what? Yep, he sassy pants. He's a sassy. He is very, very sassy. Yes, very sassy. I wonder they where do he gets have personalities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's well, true. I've, just, I've I've just enjoyed this this chat with you today. I appreciate so much you coming on and talking with us. 
I'm happy to do it. It's it's an awesome opportunity and an awesome experience. I've had a lot of fun. I hope next time you make it to South Carolina, we can work it out and you can get some apart kisses. Oh my God. I would so love it. Oh, you know what? I'm going to put, I'm a husband, make a mental note. You're hearing this. We are going to have, next time we go to South Carolina, we're going to Somerville and we're getting some apart kisses. Fun. I am sweet tea, of course. And, and sweet tea, of course. I, Donna and I are both drinking sweet tea as we speak because <laughs> right now I'm taking a sip right now. You know, Mine's not actually sugar. Else. Mine's not sugar, but it's but I love my tea. Yeah, I, I I do love tea too. I can't lie. But um, now I do. I have one last question, and this isn't necessarily like a, a interview question, but um, do you guys ever? I'm curious about the the. Um, that when you're training the dogs to bite and the people are wearing the bite suits, is it always with officers that wear the bite suits or do you let people put them on that, that might want to, does that, I mean, does that ever happen? I've always been curious how one gets the job to like to volunteers, wear. like they have volunteers. Yeah. Like how does, how does one get the job of being the bite suit wearer? Because that would be something I'd be interested in, you know, like, cause I would, I would make a horrible cop. We say this every podcast and, um, you know, because I have, you know, no patience, but I would be good with a taser and I would be good <laughs> being the bite suit wearer because, you know. <laughs> I'll have to show you some pictures of my arms. The very first time I, I wore the bite suit when I came back from school with a part um, for a dog that no longer works for our agency. He was an absolute beast and, and super strong. Um but we can't, for liability reasons, we can't just let anybody get in the bite suit. Um, so, you know, it's usually one of the other canine handlers. But every now and then you get somebody from the department who's like, hey, I'm thinking I'd like to be canine someday. And we're like, great, put this suit on. <laughs> That'll change your mind real quick, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's good to know. I, did, I didn't know that you um, that you could have bruises or, you know, well, I guess you could if it's the force they're biting with. Yeah, I think I just changed my mind. <laughs> uh, when you see these pictures, you probably will. Interesting. Yeah, man, I, because I, I really, because I'm all up for trying new things. I mean, I run into people all the time and I had a friend that came over to um, hang out one night and she brought one of her other friends and her other friends is a circus performer and um, she is a fire eater, fire breather, all that kind of stuff. And I wow, was like, Kayla, really? you got some interesting friends. Well, no, but I, she taught, she taught me how to eat fire right on my That's patio. Cool. And yeah. I mean, I, I will try anything once except for like Russian roulette or anything like that, you know, but, and my husband, my husband was like taking pictures and I was just like, it was the most fast. I said, how often are you going to have a fire eater or a fire breather in your presence that's willing to teach you their craft? And it just, that's it just kind of happened true. and it was, yeah. And it was, it was pretty amazing. So I, I, I will take any chance to try something new. So that's why I was thinking, you know, Hey, wear a dog bite suit, get out there and piss off a few canines and let them attack me. I can do that. And now I'm like, Oh no, I'll pass. I don't want it. <laughs> I got some strong can- jaws. There's definitely, it's going to hurt. Well, yeah, that's we can why modify I, it and let you play with the tug toy, and you'll kind of get the idea of how strong they are, oh, yeah. the, the their body strength, you know, pulling you around. I, I, I recently um, met my first canine in real life. It was a canine with the Aiken Police Department, and they happened to be at PetSmart the same time I was getting something. And I just, 
and it was two females. I was, I was, you know, super thrilled about that. And I just asked them, I said, is your dog with you? And they said, yes. And I said, is there any chance that I could see him? You know, cause I'd never seen one up close. And when that German, when that German shepherd got out of the car, I was not prepared for how large these dogs are. Cause you know, I I've always had small dogs, so I, I don't know large dogs like in person. So I was, it was a little overwhelming. So I could imagine how a bad guy feels when they're running from a dog that size. It happens to be fast and strong. And wants, how much wants does their- a part, how much does a part weigh? That's a good question. He's right about 73, 74. Oh, okay. They're and very she, fit. And she, and she puts him on her shoulders and like squatted with him. Wow. I mean, Props it's to not you, easy. sister. I can't imagine. It's, I cannot even imagine. Well, I can tell you this. I'm not putting my German Shepherd on my shoulders and doing squat. I mean, I do exercise, but I'm not doing squats with him. <laughs> nope. Not going to do it. But Sam probably weighs, well, I don't know what he weighs. Last time he weighed, it was 120. But, uh, yeah, there's, I'm not doing that. But that's fine. I mean, I, I yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. Next time I come through, I, I just... I don't know. I you, you want him on your shoulders? You want him to put him on your shoulders? shoulders. I would, no, I want some, I want some apart kisses. I oh, mean, well, that's I'd cool. Be, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd be all over that. He loves it. He loves attention. He loves meeting new people. He's uh, like I said, the only thing you can do to make him mad is mess with mom. Aww. Okay. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. So I <laughs> definitely want to have you back on our show. Maybe next time, you know, it, if a part gets finally gets that, you know, chance to bite somebody, or if he makes a, a big, you know, deal bust for you guys as the department, definitely come back and tell us all about it. Thank you so much for doing Thank this. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for having us. It's been a lot of fun. Well, give, give K-9 Apart some, you know, cuddles and scratches from us, and we'll definitely see him next time we come through South Carolina. That sounds great. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy Thanks your so trip. Much. Thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.